Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Interrogang Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Dick. It's Halloween season again, and since we don't have a new episode for you this week, I thought we would rewind back to last year's Halloween episode, when we took it upon ourselves to design business cards for all the Halloween monsters as they hopefully enter the workforce. One of my absolute favorite episodes that we've ever done, and I, I do hope it helps in some small way to get you geared up this year for the creepy crawly Halloween season. So sit back, relax, well, check under your bed first, and enjoy. Kyle and I have some very exciting news to share with everyone. We have been hired to design some business cards for some very special clients, and we are, of course, very excited for this opportunity, but still a little nervous, like anyone would be at the beginning of a new project, but especially here mm-hmm. because, true story, all of our clients are monsters, creatures of the night, and or ghouls. So it feels like we need to do a good job, or else. Uh, but we wanted to share with all of you some of the ideas that we had for font usage on these business cards. Yes. We're trying to give some love to some more recent independent font releases, and we're trying to stay away from from more stereotypical Halloween fonts. Uh, we mm-hmm. want to give our clients a unique product, of course. Yes. So, uh, so coming up, I will list our clients, their names, we got permission for this, um, and their professions, and a quick caption that uh, they want on their card for their business. And then Kyle will recommend a font to best serve their networking needs based on their info. You ready to go, I'm Kyle? I'm so excited about this. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad we have new clients, uh, and I'm curious, actually, who they are. It's always it's always good to have a job. All right. <laughs> Our first client is a vampire. His name is Guy Biter. <laughs> he is a sommelier, and the caption he wants on his card is, we prefer reds. Fantastic. Kyle, do you have a font recommendation for Mr. Biter? Uh, I do. I do have a recommendation for Mr. Biter. Uh, I choose Oroban from Blaze Type. Um, Orban is a higher contrast serif with very sharp fangs and some strokes uh, that are pointed like knives. It's got a condensed stance, similar to the way vampires are portrayed in movies, you know, kind of like tall and lurking. Um, Like I can almost see it lurking around in a cape, you know. Uh, It's got a slightly gothic appearance, and I'm sure it would look just as menacing hanging upside down from the ceiling. I love this option because it truly does look like a vampire exists in those letters. And and you just yeah. can't see yeah, the italics especially. You can't see his Great. features, but you see the cape moving through the wind and mm-hmm. that's creating the letters, but it's also got that nice classiness. You could you could see this on any wine store. Yeah. And for a sommelier. And feel like you're in a, a classy joint. So I think Guy Biter is going to really go for that that's a great great option yeah, I, I like the italics in orban because they they look like shadows creeping up mm. the wall uh on a slant yes, yes. it's just something creeping big fangs coming out it's uh, it's very ominous excellent so yep that's a good choice next up we have a ghost uh just first initial name is see nothing <laughs> uh she is a divorce lawyer 
And the caption for the card is, when you have unfinished business. Excellent. Uh, so do you, do you have an, a recommendation for Miss Nothing? Uh, so this one has to be eerie, right? Uh, our old friend. Our old friend. So, Hello, eerie. Eerie is definitely a favorite on this show. We, we love eerie from um, Blast Foundry on Future Fonts. It is a perfect match here for See Nothing's Business. Uh, it is a font designed to disappear like a ghost would. It's friendly and disarming, something that might be a, a good for a divorce lawyer, I imagine. Sure. Uh, and dissolves into a stencil font playing off of the idea of separation. Eerie it is. I'm so glad to see uh, Eerie, and, and it goes by no other name, on this list. <laughs> it always has a home here. Yes. The divorce lawyer bit's very, very good. See nothing. <laughs> All right. Our next client is a mummy. And, oh, he's been knighted. That's very exciting. Oh. He is Sir Gothagus. <laughs> he is an Airbnb host. And his caption is, you'll want to stay 6,000 nights. Oh, fantastic. Yes. Do you have anything for the good sir? I do. I recommend Ono Casual Light from Ono Type Co. So this font is constructed with single ribbons that in typography terms are wholly original, um, something that's a unique style, but also something I think a mummy would appreciate. Yes. The letters are what's left over in the uh, in the crypt after the mummy has come out to play, uh, just happening to drape across the floor in letter shapes. And I think that's pretty fantastic. Very, very creepy. It does. I like the idea that Sargophagus has just left these strands behind for us to play with. Yes. A bad Airbnb host. I don't know. Sounds like you'll stick around. <laughs> I guess that's true. Five stars would recommend. Next, we have a werewolf named Johnny Wetnose. He's a mobster. And his caption is, if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> so do you have a recommendation for Johnny Wetnose? So I think you'll like this one, Josh. This font is called This Man, This Monster, which is absolutely perfect. And it is best seen as a variable font that starts off uh, as a rather tame, bold sans font. But it grows into affected versions of itself on several axes. Uh, for instance, the chew axis, a wonk axis, and a bite axis. Uh, all Wait, three. I can, I can kind of guess what chew and bite are. What is wonk? It just is a little bit bent out of shape. A couple of arms oh, sure. and fingers growing at different rates, and uh, you know, sure. leg popping out of the jeans. It, it gets a little shifty, like like that scene from American Werewolf in London. <laughs> yes, precisely it. This is that font. Do you think we could make this card like a like a hologram, where when you look at it one direction, it's fine, and then the other oh, that'd direction, be cool. it it gets chew, wonk, and bite into it. Yes. Oh, please. That'd be great. Uh, or if you look at it in the moonlight. Yeah, only, there you go. It exposes the, the wonky side. It seems maybe something like that's a little unprofessional for a business card. But also, why does a mobster <laughs> need a business card? I don't think that's a great idea to begin yeah. with. So, you know, I tried to talk him out of this, but, you know, he'll pay us. So, hey, he's got everybody's got a network, you know, everybody's I got guess. to get out there, get their name out. I guess so. Next up, we have. Uh, a client who I'm fairly certain is is the devil. He claims to not be the devil, but <laughs> ain't that like the devil. His name is Bill mm. Elzebub, uh, and 
Mr. Elzebub is a tax collector. His caption is, the two things you can be certain of in this life. Excellent. Yes. Quite, quite ominous. Uh, what's your recommendation for our Mr. Elzebub? I would have to recommend Neptune from La Bolde Vida. Uh, two things are certainly for sure. Death and neo-grotesque sands typefaces. Very funny. That's uh, very if, we, if we are going with a the theme here, you, you could be sure of those two things. Uh, Geo and Neo Graz are ubiquitous now. They're everywhere, much like the type on tax forms. So a Neo Graz seemed fitting here. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that Neptune is evil. I'm not saying that at all, but it could certainly front the business of Mr. Bill Elzebub. But I think the problem is if you if you stand too close to Bill Elzebub, by association, <laughs> you do become evil. So sorry. Yes. Sorry, Neptune. But yes. The smell of sulfur would get, should give it away. But, and it'll get um, in your hair, and you just can't get it out yeah. and by association. Okay, next we have a pumpkin-headed scarecrow. A, a scarecrow with a carved pumpkin for a head. Uh, Excellent. Yep. His name is Jaco Lantern. I believe he's French-Canadian. Of course. And he works for animal control. His caption is... We'll keep the squirrels from eating your head. Kyle, do you have a recommendation for <laughs> Mr. Lantern? Uh, sure. Yeah. So um, I think for this card, I would recommend uh, Puffin display uh, soft black. Yes. A very specific font from Bold Monday. Um, so a pumpkin-headed scarecrow is actually genuinely scary to me. Well, then I shouldn't tell you that there's one right behind you right now. Ah. Oh, boy. Please no. Uh, so I think choosing Puffin here is more of a coping ne- mechanism for me sure. uh, to make it less scary. Um, so Puffin display, soft black, is large, is rounded, and uh, full like a pumpkin. So it has that kind of pumpkin triangular shape in some letters, but uh, you know, carve some sharp counters in those glyphs and you've got yourself a typeface that could certainly scare off a few crows. I do like that you chose something kind of soft here. I, I'm assuming it's pretty hard for Jacques to get work. And <laughs> and all he wants is to keep the animals out of your garden. Yeah, he's got one like skill. He just and it has one desire mm-hmm. in life, and it's not that grand or hard. And uh, he just wants to be accepted. So here's to you, Jacques O'Lantern. Yeah, something friendly. Our next client is a witch named Agnes Butterbox. She is a kindergarten teacher. Aw. And the caption for her card is, Learn How to Spell. Kyle, do you have a recommendation? Very spooky. I do have a recommendation for Miss Butterbox. Uh, Francesco from Production Type. So Francesco is a bit of a, a deep cut, I think. Not always at the front of Production Type's catalog. But... Uh, it is a classical serif. Perfect for this, then. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Francesco is a classical serif. If its ink had been blobbed and smushed, it is the perfect font for writing spells and spelling words if you're a witch. The typeface is actually based on Francesco Griffo's typographic work, hence the name, done in the 15th century. So old books, you know, th- think about old books that are you know, have been on the shelves for several hundred years, probably a couple of cobwebs. A man, who, uh, that Francesco Griffo guy is a man who I think is the type world's closest thing to a spell writer or a conjurer. 
he seems to be a spiritual forefather coming up with some of the original type uh, typefaces ever. I'd, I'd be willing to bet that he most likely has a cauldron in his uh, workspace. Wait. He just seems like that kind of person. Wait, has? He's still alive? Or, he is oh, a, he's a mean, witch. Had. He's a witch. <laughs> I do love the fact that I get to call Francesco Griffo a witch, but uh, yes, Francesco from Production Type is the right choice for a kindergarten teacher here. Good for Agnes. The children are our future, so good on her taking on the public school system. Next, and we have a very special guest here. This is Frankenstein's monster, who wants to make it very clear that, uh, you know, Frankenstein is the scientist. He is not Frankenstein. So he has changed his name uh, legally to Jimmy Stitches. He wants that to be known. Uh, and and he's taken a lot of his past pain, and he's trying to help people. He is now a self-help guru with the caption, Be Your Own Monster. Oh, how very nice. So do you have a, a font recommendation for Jimmy? I think we could design up a nice card for Jimmy uh, with Dapfer Stencil Bold from Darden Studio. Dapifer is one of my personal favorite fonts. It is a bit unexpected, uh, and perhaps some people wouldn't agree with me on this, but... The non-stencil weights of Dapfer are tidy, they're tailored, they're well-dressed, um, but the stencil form of, of Dapfer, mm. especially the bold, uh, shows just what a mashup of parts the typeface really is. It's got a slab serif here, a sans terminal or two there, kind of a swash or a line for an arch um, you know, sticking off the side. Everything's kind of stitched together in a collage uh, to look normal. But with such a deeper story than that, it really is smart. It really is cheerful. And it really is, you know, has has some goodness to bring to the world. And I think Jimmy Stitches would appreciate that. You can't run from your past. So the idea that he would yeah. see a stitched together stencil font, that's just the best parts of all worlds coming together. <laughs> Literally. Uh, and help promote his self-help guru business is... Uh, it's lovely. It's nice to see. Mm-hmm. You gotta see it. You gotta love seeing a monster succeed. That's right. Rising tide lifts all monsters. <laughs> Next, we do have a zombie, though they prefer to be called the recently living impaired. And I hope I'm getting. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, she said mm-hmm. her name was K Blar. <laughs> the K, I believe, stands for Christine. She is a neurosurgeon. Her caption is, because we all need brains. Yes, we do. We all need brains. Excellent slogan. And Kyle, what is your font recommendation for her? (laughs) For Miss Blog. (laughs) Uh, I am going with Placato from Underwear. Specifically, Placato Paper Pro Regular Italic. I love that you went specific on this. Oh, you've got to get specific. Just saying Placato could be anything. Yes, there's a lot in Placato, but this one specifically, the Paper Pro Regular Italic. What a better font for a zombie than one that's just barely holding it together. (laughs) Uh, Placato is a fantastic stencil font, but the paper version here is just that. It's torn paper shapes. They're all ragged and rough, and they look like they're cobbled together just enough to make the letter forms 
with the italic here. It's got that special zombie lean to it. And I thought that would be a nice touch for uh, for a, a neurosurgeon zombie. <laughs> I also like the, the, it's very meta what you chose because to read and look at the placado specimen is to literally have your brain eaten. So it's a very, <laughs> it's a very good recommendation, I think. Absolutely. Next, uh, we do have a creature, I don't think it's the creature, but a creature from the Black Lagoon named Gil Man, one L, two Ns. He is a detective whose caption is, don't get catfished. Perfect. Uh, so Kyle, what what is your recommendation mm-hmm. for this business card? Okay, so I think this one, uh, I'm going to have a little fun. Oh, of course, please. I feel like the creature from the Black Lagoon, Gil Man, would appreciate a little fun. I am going with Chi Pickles from Oh No Type Co. Brilliant. <laughs> yes, the name of the font is Chi, and the style is called Pickles. Uh, I think that's more of a, a delineation that the, the foundry put on uh, that specific style because Chi is a, a wide-ranging variable font. So it's just one instance in the great net that right. is Chi. But when I think of the creature from the Black Lagoon... I have the classic black and white film version in my head. You know, a boggy, wet, slimy creature emerging from a steamy swamp. Uh, That's why I picked Chi for Mr. Gilman. Specifically, Chi Pickles. It is a blobby font. It is steamy. It is slimy. It's perfectly legible and clear, though. Something a good detective would be adamant about. So, uh, readable, but very of of the essence of uh, the Black Lagoon. I'm not going to disagree with you from a design standpoint that Pickles is the right style, but from from just kind of a, <laughs> a perfection, a perfectionist, you know, it just fits. There's, there is a style named Stinkhead, which you have to imagine that if you're living in the Black Lagoon, your head does not <laughs> smell great. And so I think there's a there's something fitting to cheese Stinkhead. Maybe you, maybe do, you mix... Stinkhead and Pickles uh, a little bit. Uh, this is an excellent recommendation. Good art direction there, Josh. I, I think Chi Stinkhead is the right answer. I'm just saying you can't go wrong with any Chi style. It's all there for you. <laughs> okay, next. And uh, I, I have to admit, truly the the creepiest. Uh, we, we, we were employed by an evil clown. Oh, boy. Uh Oh, no. And, uh, you know, just thinking about it gives me the willies. This is this is Fluffles the Clown. Oh, boy. And he is quite evil. He is an investment banker whose caption is always Pennywise. <laughs> so tread lightly. He, he, might, he might be right behind me. He might be listening. If you hear a, a horn honking, he's, he's here. He may be there. Oh, my gosh. What is your recommendation uh, for Fluffles the Clown, Kyle? God, I hate clowns so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the worst. Uh, I've chosen a font that's a distortion in many respects. Uh, I've chosen Comic Code by Toshi Amugari. Uh, it's just Comic Sans, but in a monospace version for coding. <laughs> this is sh- sheer brilliance, Kyle. That you Thank chose you very much. the most evil font done evil. in an evil way. It, it's a perversion for sure. It's the perfect font for Fluffles because it is a monospace in clown clothes. That's <laughs> the way I see it. 
It's a banker's logical choice being a monospace for numbers and spreadsheets, etc. But it's an absolute perversion of that. Uh, it com- almost, uh, you know, making a mockery of it like a clown would. Um, when you look at comic code, you know, something's off in a way that started out really funny, but now it's just kind of terrifying. That's right. The worst part is it's all done in the name of comedy. It's all done in the name of, (laughs) of joyful and, you know, comic sans, it should be uh, on, on grade school posters. And then no, no, No. you, you monospace it. And then, and then in the distance you, you hear, (laughs) And it's all oh, downhill from creepy. there. It's yes. all downhill from there. Oh boy! Run when you <laughs> comic code. I'm sure is a very great font, but for uh, Fluffles the Clown, we'll, we'll put it's that perfect. on a business card. I'll have you deliver those cards, Josh. I'm not going no, anywhere no, near no. that. No, no, no. Well, I think we can rock paper scissors. <laughs> put it in the mail. Send a for message. Oh, yeah. Something. There we go. That poor UPS guy. Ugh. He just. Can you imagine? Being a delivery man, walking up to a door, you just oh, you're, you're just doing your job, and before you even get to the door, you hear. <laughs> I would drop the package and run. Just run. Yeah, you just run. <laughs> well, anyway, I think we have served our clients very well. Yes, and I wish our clients all the business success in the world. Except for Fluffles. I really... I, I hope he never gets his package. Wanna, yeah. I don't really want to go anywhere near Fluffles. But, hey, we got... We sent him an invoice. So, <laughs> there we go. That's it for this week's Gang, And I sincerely apologize to all for introducing Fluffles to the world. We'll be back next week with this year's Halloween episode, so let's meet back right here next week, and I promise that it won't be too scary. Um, And hey, real quick, if you haven't checked out our new podcast, Typecraft, take a moment to search for it wherever you get your podcasts, or head over to proofco.gumroad.com to become a full subscriber to Season 1 of Typecraft, so you don't miss a minute. As always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Interrogang. We will see you next time.